I have an author in the studio. His name is Artem. Artem Mosgovoy? Mosgovoy. Mosgovoy. Hello, everyone. Hello, Artem. Uh, thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, it's all good. So, um, yes, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a brief history. Um, uh, <laughs> tell us all about Artem, please. Oh, my God. Where to start? Um, the beginning. Yes. It's the so best place. Um, well, I start with my book. So my novel is, has just come out. It's called Spring in Siberia. And this is where I'm from. So I was born in Siberia, in Russia, um, uh, just before the Soviet Union collapsed. And this time frame and this location is also where my novel is set. Mm -hmm. I was a journalist in Russia um, before I realized that I better get out of that country. I never felt comfortable, never felt at ease, never felt safe there. Mm -hmm. um, and finally, when they introduced the anti-gay law, the first out of three, I think, by now, I left for good. And I moved to Luxembourg eventually. Okay. Um, yes. So, okay. So that's mm. how you've arrived at Luxembourg. Um, yeah. So your book, um, uh, Spring in Siberia. Yeah. Um, I th would it be fair to say that it, it's at least sort of partly autobiographical? Yes, it's definitely autobiographical. In fact, um, I did not tag any genre to it when mm -hmm. I wrote this text. I just wrote it the way I felt it. Um, and then the publishers decided to call it a novel for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. It could it could be called a memoir as well, and I wouldn't mind that. What actually happened was that um, I, I, I've kept a diary since I was 11. Um, and when I was about to leave Russia, and I knew that I'm leaving for good, mm -hmm. I looked at... I looked at this mm, trunk of, <laughs> of of journals, of diaries that uh, I had by that time, and I did not know what to do with them. To leave them behind was not wise. To take them with me was not an option. So I destroyed them. Oh. And then once I more or less settled in Europe, uh, all these stories, my family's stories, my grandparents' stories, and my story, uh, they kept coming back. Um, and what I did was just... I rewrote my own diaries in the shape of a novel. And that's what came out in America in April this year. Okay, interesting. So um, th that must be an incredibly painful thing to have done. I mean, to, to have burnt so many memories. I mean, I, so um, to put it into context, I've once or twice in my life tried to keep a diary mm -hmm. and literally two or three days later, it's over, it's done. I don't have the discipline. And also I sort of uh, have a lack of... Uh, belief that anyone like why would i revisit it i've lived i've lived it but also why would anyone else be interested so yeah. um whereas you've lived through like a unique time you have a unique story so was it was it not traumatic but was it was it a thing to to have to get rid of those diaries um, and to have kept them for so long well yes to write and to write a diary in particular has been my way to cope with the reality mm -hmm. i I simply cannot fall asleep uh, uh, until I um, express, record, write down whatever happened that day. It started when I was uh, uh, 11 mm -hmm. and um, I never stopped. Yes, so it's a habit, but well, to be honest with you, you know, publishing experience is such a frustrating 
thing these days um i would not recommend anyone <laughs> to, to 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 try and be a published author it's just so hard and so um yeah very very frustrating so by now i understand that you can only be a writer or in other in other uh, situations an artist whatever musician because you really you really need to do this yep so this was my. Uh, it's not. It, I did not have. I did not keep a diary because I wanted to have it published, God forbid, or yeah. or for anyone to read it. You but went to write is just something. Yeah, it's just something that helped me to uh, survive, to cope, and, and to process what you were going through. Exactly. Uh, okay. So yeah, we. Ha- um, I've had a, a, a another author on uh, mm-hmm. here, and uh, she said exactly the same sort of thing. That um, to be an author is is a calling. You you don't become an author to mm-hmm. uh, get rich. Yeah. Or um, to enjoy the process, it's mm-hmm. it's something that you're called to do, mm-hmm. and um, yes. Uh, but there's this there's this common misconception I think that people think, oh, life of an artist, life of an author. You just sort of like um, throw out a few pages a day and and wait for the royalty checks to roll in and and yeah. living in you know life really well. Well, in many ways, it is that. Um it's romantic. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's easy or yeah. or um, uh, or rewarding financially, right? Mm-hmm. But it's definitely it has been very romantic experience, particularly writing and and uh, meeting all the people along the way, uh, trying to have it published. Um, the the fun more or less stops where when you actually sign a publishing agreement. Because then it's a business. As shocking as it is, yeah. I always thought, my God, that will be the happiest day of my life. But from that moment on, it becomes very um, challenging and you, as, an, as a writer today, you are just constantly told what to do and, and how to do it. And, uh, and often you're put in the circumstances that you don't want to be in. But, but um, that's not being a writer. That's being a self-promoter or whatever that is you know so let's talk about that because yeah. um, um so the the book is obviously quite personal yeah it's, it's autobiographical yeah. um and so presumably at some point you've had an editor involved and mm-hmm. they have their opinion and um, has that been uh, a source has that been helpful or a source of conflict or um well it starts before that it starts with an agent mm-hmm. because and this is something i completely ignored i did not have a, an idea of how it works here in the West these days in the English-speaking publishing world. Uh, so when I arrived here and I, when I when I wrote this book, and um, originally it was twice the size, so it was a quite a long, mm-hmm. uh, two hundred thirty thousand words manuscript. It's about seven hundred pages originally, mm-hmm. and I was quite pleased with it. I uh, I I I, uh, I had no clue of what to do next. Um, at the time, I worked at a writers and artists retreat in in France, and um, that was a lovely experience. I, I used to manage the place. Mm-hmm. I um, I was a kind of a janitor at this place, so they would let me um, they would they would they would let me stay there, give me a room, and in and in exchange, I worked for them. and uh, And for me, that was the chance to meet all the writers and uh, professionals right from from England from America from Australia and these lovely people they taught me yes how to proceed the first thing they told me was that I need to find an agent now no publisher today um, would accept um, a manuscript coming out of nowhere Mm -hmm. it has to go through an agent and that was just very difficult (sighs) 
sometimes heartbreaking because all you, what you do is you send hundreds and hundreds of emails that just never get answered. Um, they don't open those emails, or at best, their interns do, and they don't <laughs> care much either. Um, so, so I, I received kind of a number of rejections, but mostly just silence. Mm -hmm. And I was so mm, disheartened. And then another friend suggested, why don't I forget about this whole thing and instead try and reach for the stars, for the celebrities. So I did that. I printed out my manuscript and I sent it to a number of famous people, including Stephen Fry. Yes. And this man was so kind. He, well, I, of course, I could not just find his address. So I found online um, the mailing address of his agent secretary. Mm -hmm. So after third or fourth person finally reached Stephen Fry, and he eventually did read my book and came back to me with this lovely little uh, review, sort of. Again, I had no idea what that what does that mean? What do I do with that now? Uh, I went back to my friends. I asked them, what is that? How does that help me to become a writer? I thought that Stephen Fry would literally take me by my hand and bring <laughs> me to a publisher, you know. And what is this little review okay he's kind and he liked my book and 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 that gives you clout surely so they told me that all i have to do now is to add um stephen fry's name to the subject line of, of the same email i've been sending for about two years mm -hmm. and send it again to the same people and within two weeks i had an agent and a publisher amazing and also soul crushing because that makes you realize that i mean is this how it functions? All you need to do is have a connection and money, you know? So, so it's, um, it's not what you've written, it's who you know, almost. Well, yes, it's yeah. not the quality of writing, it's not um, the story, it's not whether it's relatable or not, it's not whether... Because this was my, this were my worries, you know, I thought maybe, you know, I'm, I'm not a native English speaker, maybe that's the problem, or my story is too distant from people's experiences in England or America, that's, that's a problem. And then I realized, well, no. What you need today is is right right contacts and 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 money for promotion and yeah. that that that's what make you famous writer or a musician or whatnot. So, awesome. Did you at any point ever consider self-publishing? Um, yes, yes. But by then, I also I, I talked to all these um, published writers that I met at Writers Retreat and. Um, they, they they told me about that and how um, mostly it um, it it ends nowhere. Mm. You, you can you may still publish book easily these days, but it will be your family and friends who will read it. Sure, there is no wider distribution, there is no promotion, there is no. Yeah, so I was on the edge of doing that just when I mm, did did have a chance to sign with um, with an agency. Brilliant. So now let's move on the yeah. book. The book is out there. Yeah. So how's it doing? Is it is it good? Is um, it, yeah, hard to tell. Yes, I mean, I I, um, I just came back from a book tour in the states. Mm -hmm. um, I had a few events in England. Um, I received uh, many uh, positive uh, messages on social media, many hateful messages from Russians yeah, in of Russia. Course. Yeah. But um, is, it, is that nice to actually sort of um, to be now meeting with people that have your book, like have a copy of course, of it? it's yeah, lovely, yeah. great. Yes, it's 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 a beautiful experience to 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 come to a town on the other side of the world and meet people who who know you so well because they they read your book and you yeah. know it's, it's very uh, heartwarming and. Of course, wonderful. Um, whether financially uh, it's going to be successful, that's not 
uh, known to me yet because yeah. I will only receive my first, I don't know, money after a few months. Um, okay. So um, let's talk. Um, so, so the book's out there now. And yeah. uh, so I, I guess let's jump the gun slightly. What's next? Well, so what I haven't uh, mentioned was that the agent that got excited about the manuscript mm -hmm. based on uh, Stephen Fry's review, uh, that person, um, uh, um, very ambitious, money-driven New York agent, uh, a son of the owners of the agency, mm -hmm. uh, who I bet never even read my book or probably does not read books that he represents, that's not something that they do. So he, he looked at it and he said, well, I would love to represent you, but it's too long. You have to cut it down to 90,000 words. Mm. So from 230,000 to 90,000. And why? Because this is the standard size of um, the boxes that the books are put in mm -hmm. and uh, the, the, the standard number of boxes put in a standard size containers. And therefore, the books have to be of standard size. Right. <laughs> That's so why most of the books you see in the bookstores, they are about 300, maximum 400 pages. So he told me to cut it down. And I was like, I, I can't possibly, you know, uh, slaughter my story that way. I was very frustrated. Um, but but um, as sort of as a, as a joke, I just scrolled down to where my manuscript hit 90,000 and sent it back to him. And right. he said, great. So is there a part two on the way? So there is part two. Yes. And um, now I have a better agent, uh, London-based. Um, well, I think he's a better agent, and uh, he's uh, he's hopefully going to secure me a, a publisher here in UK for the second uh, uh, book of this story. The first part takes place in Siberia. It follows a Soviet family, and uh, the story is told through um, the eyes of their child, uh, Alexei, who is going to become gay one day, but for the moment he's just exploring the very complicated and puzzling reality around himself. The second book is about his experience as an immigrant in America um, and, and his attempt to find home uh, away from home. Yes, and also since the war started, uh, since the war with Ukraine started, I've been working as a volunteer um, uh, with the Red Cross mm -hmm. and I met hundreds and hundreds of uh, war refugees from Ukraine. And since we speak the same language, um, many of them were eager to share their stories. So I've recorded those stories with their consent, of course, and um, I made a nonfiction book out of it, mm -hmm. which I call, I, I, I'm not sure it's, this is going to be the title, but the working title is the, uh, the Diaries of a Russian Volunteer for the Ukrainian War Effort. And this is something that I also hope will come out um, maybe this year or next year. Excellent. Well, okay, so uh, we're rapidly running out of time. <laughs> but um, thank you ever so much for sort of coming and telling us a little bit about yourself and the journey towards um, uh, spring for... Uh, spring in, in Siberia. Siberia. Yes, you may find it in Ernster Bookstore. I was going to say, I where think, can we find yeah, it? Yeah, and uh, I think we are going to set up an event there in September. So you're all welcome to come to my event at Ernster. Yeah, and if you um, let us know nearer the time, I'll make sure it's uh, right. publicized, okay? Oh, thank you. Thank awesome. you so many, many thanks for coming in and chatting to us. Uh, once again, thank you for having me here. Cool.